Hey y'all, welcome back to Cozy One Podcast. This is season seven, where we are dissecting different types of parents and different levels of parenting so we can be better parents, so we can be aware of what we need to tweak a little bit, what we need to get rid of, and what we need to add in. So I hope you guys are ready to be honest, ready to hear feedback and constructive criticism because that's what it is. Um, Most of the time, I can only speak from my experiences, but majority of the time, I'm talking to you about parenting that makes sense, parenting that creates a healthy family construct and healthy (laughs) children. That's what we want. We want healthy children so they can have healthy families and they can live a great life. All right, so let's get into this episode. Welcome back to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is season seven, episode three. My name is Shan. This episode, we're talking about the biological person, not the parent. And what I mean by that is on the birth certificate, it may say the father's name or the mother's name. But if You couldn't parent for a month with your child. Would you trust the other biological person to that child? Would you trust the other quote-unquote parent of that child? I feel like a lot of fathers disengage from parenthood where mothers are usually the ones left to be responsible for a child. And then sometimes you have situations where the fathers do mothering and fathering because someone has a child, it doesn't always make them a mother. It's the effort that makes you a father. It's the effort that makes you a mother. And what I'm discussing today is the biological quote-unquote parent that has the opportunities or takes the opportunities to disengage from parenthood, uh, leaving another parent to have the brunt of the responsibility emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, and how that doesn't really help the child in the long run and that doesn't help your co-parenting relationship with that parent in the long run and if you can do it in a balanced way you can have a better relationship with your child because you balance the parent responsibility and that's what I'm talking about so let's go let's get into this episode Hey Cozy Womb fam, this is JC, the dopest mommy around and owner of He Hates My Tees, a novelty t-shirt company based out of Arlington, Texas. This is our first year grinding it out and baby, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm a mommy of two spicy kids, Davey and Jameson, and an educator. And I started my company as a way to be self-sufficient and control my own narrative on my value after working several years in a corporate environment being, you know, undervalued. My latest collection is called The Dopest Around, saluting all dope-ass folks. We just released The Dopest Mommy Around Dad Hats, and they are fire. You hear me? Fire. 
It's available in several colors. Follow us on IG at He Hates My Teas and visit our website, hehatesmyteas.com. And that's Teas, T E E S. Use code COZY15 for 15% off your purchase. Love ya, be dope, stay dope, and I'll see you around. All right, so the biological person, uh, they're usually living life like a feather in the wind. They usually don't have a place. They don't settle in one area. They're not focusing on adulting. You know, they live like a ball, a ball When you're playing with it, people are having fun. It's bouncing from place to place, area to area. That is basically how they're living. You know, they might be in California this week because their other friend wanted to go out to California to have fun while you're parenting in, let's say, Florida by yourself, trying to figure out how you're going to schedule dental appointments or pediatrician appointments around being at work and you're working a nine to five and you're hustling on the side and you're struggling to pay your bills and this person is just flying around dilly-dallying in life as if they're not also a parent to the child you share. That is a biological person, not a parent. They live off the grid, meaning... They haven't filed taxes in years. Uh, They don't work a job that they can put on a tax form as legally working a job. They They never had or don't have utilities in their name. They don't mind sleeping on a couch. They don't mind living in an apartment without their name being on the lease. It makes them easier to leave that person. They live off the grid. You don't have an address to put on a form as an emergency go-to parent because you don't know where they live. You don't feel comfortable sending your child with them to go stay somewhere for two weeks because you don't know where they're staying. You don't know what friends or people or accomplices they're going to have around. You really just don't. You've never had the space to trust their judgment and you don't trust their judgment as a parent equally, which can be very frustrating because for me, I have two kids and I have one father who I can trust that my child's going to be safe with him. I can trust that my child's going to be comfortable in the home. She's going to be fed. She has clothes. It's clean. Um... She's going to be correctly put in the car seat. Her seatbelt's going to be on every time. Like, I can trust that. You know what I'm saying? And then I have my six-year-old where her dad is slightly the biological person. Where she'll probably only see him once every six months. And that's because I'll allow him to come visit for, like, a few days. Because after a few days... We start getting on each other's nerves because he doesn't adult at a level that I can tolerate. And he starts to feel like a, um, he starts to feel like a extra child in the house to me. And I gotta get rid of that. So, whoo, the pop-up parent is what that is. The pop-up parent, whoo, is worried about 
your child's favorite color versus you being worried about their next dental appointment. They're not asking, um, has a child seen the dentist? When has a child seen the dentist? They're not asking you, what did the doctor say? You're the only parent concerned with the deeper things that go into that child. And the pop-up parent is concerned with the surface stuff as if they're both children in conversation. And that's unfair. It's unfair to the other parent to be the one that's responsible for keeping the child alive and you're the one that's only feeling like they're responsible for making sure the child has fun. It's not fair, okay? Ooh, I feel like the biological person needs more time than usual to understand that the child that you share is a real person that has consistent needs, constant needs, um, physically, emotionally, mentally, um, education-wise, who's paying for that. Like, one of their dads, he doesn't even know how I pay for things when it comes to his daughter or the girls or how I maintain. He just has the luxury of hoping and wishing his kid is all right some days. And to me, I wish I had an equal parent when it comes to him because I wouldn't feel so much of the weight um, to parent like I do. But I have to trust him as an equal parent first. And I don't have that yet. One day I hope to have it. Um, The biological person, they check in and out of parenting, but they want to be treated as equal. So... He struggles to understand why I question what he wants to do or how he wants to do it because I'm always thinking of the well-being of the child that we share first over him having fun, over him thinking, oh, a trip to California is going to be great. Not during a pandemic, over him thinking like, you know, having people just come in and out of a place that I don't know is cool when there's kids around that's not cool to me and because I can't trust that yet she's not going anywhere with him unless I'm there and you have to give the parent that has the brunt of the responsibility of the child space to feel comfortable with you and your spaces vice versa parents who are not supposed to um who feel like they don't have to do as much as you do and still be treated as equal. That's not how it works. You can't check in and out of um, parenthood. It's not a hotel. It's something that's permanent. Like after your child turns 18, you're still parenting them. After your child is 25, 30, you're still parenting them. You know, the wisdom gets a bit better, but you're still parenting Parenting is all your life, and it requires balance. If one can't, the other parent should. And I don't feel like both of my girls have equal parents. I feel like Aria has equal parents. Um, Currently, Aria can't be with her dad, but next month she can. Um, So I'm looking forward to next month and them 
you know, seeing each other and getting back and all of that. But I really feel like, okay, Arya's great with her dad. Perfect. But when it comes to Anya, I don't feel that. I don't feel like he's responsible enough to give me the um, freedom to feel comfortable with Anya not being around me. Um, And I want to have that. Sharing the responsibilities as a parent is key. And when it comes to the biological person versus the biological parent, if it's not balanced, you're not going to have that. And I know it's frustrating to try to explain to the other parent that's not, quote-unquote, pulling their weight in parenthood what you need from them because they're going to feel like you're nagging, but you're not nagging. You're being really honest in what you're dealing with, what you have on your plate, and the fact that they're coming to the table with a cake plate on what responsibilities they want to have for the kid. They want to buy the kid cool toys and dip. They want to give the kid money and dip. They want to take the kid out to somewhere fun and dip. And that's not fair because parenting is having fun sometimes. Parenting is also being the bad guy sometimes. Parenting is teaching. Parenting is leading. Parenting is there when... You want you time and you can't have it because there's a kid in the house. All of that. And until he feels all of that and until a mother or a biological person that happens to be the mother that gave birth to the child understand that parenting is an all-in <laughs> all thing, you're not going to have that. And I feel like both parents need to be fair about what is needed, you know, what can they do to help, what are they doing to help, um, and what do they need to do more of. And until that conversation is had or understood, you're always going to have a a teeter-totter of this person's always down because you feel like you're always up because you're not balancing this child and the responsibilities of this child. And I think once both parents get balanced in the responsibilities of a child, you're gonna have less arguments, you're gonna have less um, yelling, you're gonna have less friction. It's gonna be peace between you and that parent, it's gonna be peace between you and the child, and the child is gonna feel good about themselves because both of their parents are at peace. So please, If you know of any parent not really pulling 100% of the weight of being a father or being a mother, let them know. Slide this episode to them. Play it while they're in a vehicle. Play it while they're in the house. Because sometimes what you've been telling another parent, they won't get it and they refuse to understand it when it's coming from you. Maybe if it's coming from me and you're not directly saying it to them, it might click. Crossing my fingers, crossing my toes, that we all get both parents on board to do better parenting because just being the biological parent is not enough. You have to mother to be a mother. It's a verb. It's not just a noun. You have to father and do the daddy thing and put it in motion, put the effort in there to be considered that father. It's a verb, it's not just a noun. 
Um, I wish y'all the best. Thank you for listening to Cozy Womb. Don't forget to check out the Cozy Womb shop. And please add me on Twitter and add me on IG. You guys have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. Peace.